0: As promised, this week we chatted to Bjorn Michaels and Marlon Kamek, the CEO and CMO of FX Scouts, who Chris and I work for. It's a slightly different episode to the ones we usually do, and it'll give you a bit more insight into what we do as a company and how we started. So enjoy the episode, and as always, send any comments or questions through to podcast at fxscouts.com. Hey, Alison. Hey, Chris. How's it going?
1: Yeah, pretty good, thanks. Can't complain. How are you today?
0: Yeah, I'm doing very well. Doing good. well.
1: Not dying of frostbite in the cruel South African winter.
0: <laughs> Not at <the> <laughs> I can't complain about being cold. I must say it's it's starting to spring is in the air. So we are. very Oh,
1: great. nice. I love I love spring in South Africa. It's a lovely oh. time.
0: Jasmine in there. It's so beautiful.
1: Oh yeah, you're lucky. You're mm. lucky. But uh, anyway, we've got, a, we've got a special episode for, for our listeners today. Um, as most of, most of you know, we, we work for a company called FX Scouts, which is a global network of broker comparison and forex trading education sites. And this week, um, we've got two special guests. Uh, we're talking to the directors of our company, uh, Bjorn Michaels, who's our CEO, and Marlon Kamak, who's our chief merchant officer.
0: Yeah, so we're going to hear a little bit about how the company got started and how we've ended up working in 24 countries around the world. And we're going to cover what we offer our traders, our relationship with brokers, and basically how we maintain our independence in quite a difficult and uh, murky world. But first, um, you know, a very warm welcome to you, Bjorn and Marlon. Um, Marlon, if you don't mind giving us a bit of an intro to who you are.
2: Sure. My name is Malin Kemak. I am the CMO. And so I look after product marketing, partnerships and sales. And I joined the company in 2019. And my background is mainly in product management from the payment industry. So yeah,
0: thanks for having us. I've been yeah. really looking forward to this. Fantastic. And Björn, if you don't mind also giving us a bit of an intro.
3: Sure. So my name is Bjorn Michaels, as you said, and I'm the CEO of the company and also one of the founders. So I've been here from the start in 2008, and I have a background in product development and online marketing and search engines. That's about me.
1: Great. Nice to have you on, guys. Um, Thank you. So we work with you two every day, um, but it's great that our listeners now get a chance to get to know you too. Uh, let, me, let me start with you, Marlon, uh, you've been our CMO for a few years now, uh, and I know that you spend uh, a lot of your time talking to brokers who can be a pretty cynical bunch. How do you explain to them uh, what we do and how we operate differently from um, many other companies in our space?
2: Well, I mean, explaining what we do may not be the easiest thing, but in short, we serve as a gateway between traders and brokers. And the number of people who get scammed or lose money when they trade Forex far outweighs the number of people who actually are successful and make money. And where we come in as a gateway between the trader and the the brokers, um, traders can come to us or people who are either beginner traders or sort of intermediate traders that want to learn more about, about forex trading and they want to find a broker to trade with. So they can come to us and we've got loads of educational material um, and we also do independent reviews and uh, um, and testings of, of brokers. And so when they come to us, they can learn how to trade and how to minimize their risk. Uh, and they can also try to figure out what kind of a broker do they need to partner with? Uh, because the broker that you partner with, it will highly influence how successful you are. And it's also a very personal choice. And so we compare different brokers um, to try to help uh, traders figure out which one is the right one for them. And by making sure that everybody can have access to education, to Forex education, and everybody can have access to independent reviews of brokers, we can minimize the number of people who get scammed. And and, uh, you know, help traders get the best possible start to their trading career. Um, but to be honest, it took us a while before we ended up, you know, where we are today in terms of our why and where we want to be and who we want to be as a company. And the company itself actually got kickstarted by a pretty tough situation. And um, Bjorn, maybe you can, you can sort of shed some light on, yeah. on where we were before we ended up where we are today.
3: Yeah, no, definitely. So let me take you guys back to 2008. And this is when it all started. So at the time, I was uh, working in Stockholm at a company in the online gambling industry. And um, my role there was basically to uh, onboard and train new employees in the SEO field. And So I think when I joined the the company, we were about 60 employees as a whole. And, you know, a few years later when I left, we were 170 people. And while onboarding and training uh, new staff, uh, I met my future business partner in this company, uh, Jeff. And um, when we worked together, uh, we noticed that we had a shared vision uh, that we would like to pursue, and that was to uh, build our own company. So uh, we started small. We uh, started a, an, a, a blog initially about African safaris, mm-hmm. uh, which later turned out to be an affiliate site where you where the reader could compare um, safari uh, destinations in, in Africa. However, it was never a great success, unfortunately. So After one, two years, we found ourselves at rock bottom. Uh, We had a mere 35 cents between us and the company. And so it was a very humbling experience. Um, It tested our resilience and determination. And um, basically being bankrupt, we were thinking what to do now. And uh, we decided to stop focusing on travel. And focus on another shared interest of ours, which was um, the forex industry. And one of the reasons was, that in addition to the interest in finance, was that uh, we saw that there were many questionable players out there on the market. And it was really hard for uh, traders or future traders to find something to, to trust and rely on. So we saw a gap where we could build a reliable platform that traders could trust. So we envisioned a comparison platform rooted in genuine data and honest uh, product evaluations. So in 2012, we launched Trade Forex SA in South Africa. And over the next year or so, the platform gained popularity. And um, what we learned from the South African um, travel site was to have more of an iterative approach, be more like launch as fast as you can and have an iterative approach instead of trying to build the best site from scratch. So we did that, and we gained more and more uh, popularity. And over time, we decided to expand the platform into additional markets. So I think the first one we expanded into was Brazil, followed by Malaysia, Australia, and then the U.K., And fast forward a couple of years, uh, this really gained traction. And me and Jeff, we started to uh, not have enough time to, you know, maintain it all. So we employed you, Chris. You came on Mm -hmm. board in 2018. And uh, a couple of years later, in 2020, you, Alison, came on board. And um, as you joined, what do you think it was like for you to join Epic Scouts?
0: Yeah, well, it was quite a different experience for me. I mean, I started uh, my career as a physiotherapist and uh, had a bachelor's in psych, psychology. and um, But I had become very interested in forex trading and I found that I really enjoyed writing. Um, so it was sort of a match made in heaven. Um, And I, I had switched careers earlier, and had written for you know a few publications over the past sort of uh, eight to ten years, and then you know as you said in twenty twenty, I met you, Bjorn and uh, Marlon and Jeff obviously, and and Chris, and I started out with you guys writing broker reviews, um, which meant that I learned a heck of a lot about the brokers and what they do. Um, and was something that I actually hadn't sort of learned before in forex trading. So I found it gave me like a real good foundation. Um, and I'm now very involved in the education side of things. And I absolutely love it. I love the creative process and putting together the videos and, and podcasts and articles. And, you know, Chris and I now do a weekly and, um, technical and fundamental analysis, which is also a lot of fun. And I feel the education is a very necessary part of what we do. Um, and it's something that sets us apart from other companies like ours. Um, it obviously helps traders avoid the pitfalls that are very common with forex trading and, and some of the issues that I faced as well. And one of our main focuses is on risk management. And, and uh, Chris knows we we talk about this all the time, but it is just so important. Um, yeah. And although our focus is on the trader, we're also very important. We're an important partner to to many of our brokers, um, and because we have such high standards and we have a very in-depth review process, traders know that the brokers we recommend are are the best in the industry. So you know, we we've, we've built a good trust with our with our traders, and and the brokers also know that um, you know if we are to recommend them, I mean, I mean we'll review any broker, but if we are to recommend them, they they have to have a very high standard.
2: Yeah. And like you said, you know, you said that um, when traders come to us, they they know that the brokers that are listed and reviewed by us are good brokers. And I think it's really important to, to highlight that because there are a lot of spammy sites out there and there are a lot of competitors. I'm not sure if I would call them that, but other sites <laughs> like ours um, who promote brokers. But they will essentially promote a broker as long as the broker pays them. They don't really care. They'll put them high up in their um, in their recommended bro- broker listings. They'll give them, you know, they'll give a broker a score like you know four and a half out of five, even though it might actually be a spammy broker. And so, I think that's what sets us apart from a lot of other um, sites like ours, is that you know we only work with the licensed and the 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 regulated trustworthy brokers and to be fair some of the world's best brokers now actually rely on leads from our sites which i think is is really cool and you know thinking that we came from uh being totally broke to being in 24 markets where some of the leading brokers look to us for leads i think that's fantastic and uh, the way that we that we work with brokers it's there's there's really two tracks there's the affiliate track and then there's the media buy track and when it's when it comes to the affiliate side track that's more of a sort of on a running basis where where we get a CPA cost per acquisition or uh, a small amount of uh, a rev share uh, with the broker for sending leads to them then there's the media buy things uh, side of things which means that Uh, brokers can advertise with us. So they can be placed in one of the top three spots and have some banners and stuff around our site. Uh, We are very restrictive, even with these kinds of things. So we want to be an educational site and we want to be there for the traders uh, primarily. So uh, again, as opposed to some other sites, we are perhaps overly restrictive, but we want to make sure that Whichever broker we recommend to a trader is a trustworthy broker. And also because of because we do have these high standards, brokers that actually come and work with us and partner with us, whether it's on an affiliate basis or if they're on a media buy track with us, they know that, you know, if they are placed in our sort of recommended broker listings, they know that if they score high enough to do that, they're also gonna get good traffic and they're going to, you know, they're going to stand out and get quality lead, leads. So, you know, when it comes to scoring of brokers and things like that, like I said, they got to score high, meaning they have to score above a four to work with us. And uh, Chris, your team, um, you guys are responsible for, you know, doing these tests and and scoring these brokers. Uh, maybe you can give a bit more insight into what it actually takes to get a, a good score with FX Scouts.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And as Alison has touched on, you've spoken about there. Like we we are well known for our very in depth and detailed reviews, and we take pride in it. So yeah, there's a, there's a few things we particularly look for when we're looking at uh, when we're looking at these brokers. The very first thing we do is we want to do a hands on test. So that means we talk to customer service, and then we'll also we'll also check out the trading platform because we'll often get with bad brokers or scam brokers that what they say on their site will not reflect the reality of the trading platform. And and customer service is so important, uh, especially for beginner traders just starting out. So you really want to understand what's under the hood. Uh, the second uh, thing we'll do, um, and probably the most important thing uh, overall for a broker, is we want to check out their regulatory status. Brokers without regulation uh, can say whatever they want and they can do whatever they want with your money with very little repercussions. So you want a broker that is regulated, and you want a broker that's regulated, particularly in your country of residence. So, if you're a South African, you want a broker that's regulated by the FSCA. So, that means any dispute you have with your broker or any issue you have with your money, uh, you're having problems with withdrawals, you have recourse in South Africa. You can go to the South African financial regulator, the FSCA, and you can complain to them. And they will adjudicate any decisions, um, any problem that you have with your broker. And this is the case if you're in the UK, you want your broker regulated by the FCA. And if you're in Australia, you want your broker regulated by ASIC, the Australian Securities and Investment Commission. So this is this is our really the most important thing. Um, the only way you can really establish trust with a broker is is a regulatory uh, license.
2: And we get a lot of brokers because they actually, you know, they will fake
1: their absolutely. regulation,
2: and they'll say we we're regulated by this authority, and then you guys will go in and say uh, this is not a, actually a, a proper license that they have. Or
1: absolutely, and also you will get a lot of brokers that will clone. They are call clone brokers, so they'll just copy. So you so let's say one of you know one of our brokers that we work with is Axie, and I saw recently in in the UK there's uh, there's a company calling itself Axie Axie Light, I think. <laughs> and on their website, they've just stolen an license number. So there, there's a lot of ways and tricks around this kind of stuff. So we're very careful when it yeah. comes to regulation. We're really careful. Um, and the second most important thing, I think, once you've established trust in a broker is trading costs. We find that a lot of beginners, when they start, they don't really understand trading costs. They don't understand how spreads work, how pips work, how commissions work, and the cost between different trading assets and how they're charged separately by brokers on the trading platform. And there's, there may be hidden costs as well. So we're really careful to make sure we understand these costs. And there's a lot of regulated brokers out there. but I mean, they're regulated, but I call them predatory brokers. Sure, they're licensed and they're legal. But what they'll do is they'll inflate their, they'll inflate their costs um, perfectly legally, but just because they know that beginners don't understand how costs work in, in forex trading. And they'll get a lot of traffic and they make a lot of money, but they're making it in a relatively unethical way. So, so yeah, we look at costs and we truly really try and put that front and center in our broker reviews. Um, we'll also check out non-trading costs, uh, really important to traders, things like deposits and withdrawals. You don't want to be charged every time you're making a deposit, every time you're making a withdrawal. Um, uh, a lot of traders don't realize how high these costs can be, especially when you get some bad brokers who charge withdrawal costs in, as a percentage of how much you're trying to withdraw. So if you're trying to withdraw you know, five or $10,000, that's going to be a big, wackier money if you're being charged a percentage. And it can really impact your profitability. So we, we look at that uh, closely as well. And then one of the more interesting aspects uh, for broker that we look at is education and market analysis. This is a sign of a really good broker, is if they have an excellent education section, well-structured, well-thought-out, and they have a lot of market analysis. Education, good education and good market analysis. They take time and they take money, they take continuous investment, they take in maintenance. And so if you find a broker that's got a good education section and a good market analysis section, it means that they really care. They care about their relationship with traders, they care about their traders, and they're willing to put a lot of time and money and energy into, into helping their traders uh, make the best trading decisions possible. And so, so if you find a broker that doesn't have very good education and market analysis, it doesn't mean they're a bad broker that's not what i'm saying But i'm saying is that you know just just note it take it as a flag you know it's a warning signal maybe and keep that in mind uh, before you sign up with them uh and then other considerations we look at so we're going to look at the number of assets to trade not everybody wants to trade forex you want to trade stocks you know you want to trade commodities gold crypto is a big one um you see more and more brokers moving into the crypto space and then we'll look at trading platforms um as well how many trading platforms they have how easy they are to use and then trading tools which are always, uh, you know, there's always new trading tools coming onto the market, and there's a lot of really interesting, uh, exciting AI trading tools coming onto the market now as well. Mm. So it's something we look at, and and look often as as you're saying, Marlon, you know, we're surprised by what we find. We, you know, so we get a broker that's getting publicity, or um, you know, that they're getting high reviews, good reviews in other places, and we'll look into it. We'll start digging, and then we find there, are, you know, there are issues uh, with that broker, uh, sometimes very major issues. Uh, that are just not mentioned in other places. And and this is really the value uh, of our editorial independence. You know, we're not beholden to any commercial interest. And and I know this is, this is it's really important to me. And I know it's also really important to you too, uh, Alison.
0: Yeah, I mean, one of the aspects of this company that has always really impressed me and made me feel proud to be part of um, is that we're not just commercially driven. Um, and when I write a broker review, I'm never told what to write or how to position things or how important the broker is. I publish only my honest feedback and experience of dealing with the broker. I mean, I remember about two years ago, I was reviewing a broker and I remember worrying that I was going to step on their toes um, if I gave my honest feedback on one of their metrics. Uh, I can't really remember who the broker was or or what I was uh, reviewing. But I do remember asking Jeff how important the broker was to us commercially, um, you know, just to tone sort of how, how I should write the review. And he just said, it's not your concern at all. And uh, I'm not going to tell you how important they are to us because I want our commercial and editorial teams to be completely independent so that we maintain an unbiased view on any broker review. Um, and he said, you know, what's more important to us is that our readers trust that what we write is our honest feedback of the broker. And uh, I've I'd never worked for a company with such integrity, and it was one of the main things that I admired most about you know Jeff and and FX Scouts. and uh, I think his legacy lives on with us all, you know, and and the way we've um, continued to to run the company and um, our integrity with with maintaining the broker reviews and um, trying to educate and and prevent traders from being scammed.
2: I mean, Jeff was very—he um, was very much focused on growing this business in a socially conscious manner, um, and and like you say, I think uh, he his legacy lives on, and and his thoughts on this definitely still influence us very very much. Um, as uh, Bjorn mentioned, uh, he founded this company together with Jeff, and um, me being Jeff's wife. I watched the two of them uh, work really hard to build this company from scratch, and then in 2019, uh, I resigned from my position as head of product uh, at a payment company. And um, the idea was really for me to come and work with Jeff and Björn a little bit, but then also to start uh, another company of my own on the side. And the the plan there was for Jeff and I to, you know, grow our family. We had uh, we had. Three kids at this point, and uh, you know the idea was for us to sort of work side by side for for many more years to come. And then in uh, May of 2021, Jeff was diagnosed with something called neuroendocrine carcinoma, which is a very rare form of cancer in the hormone cells. And usually, this uh, neuroendocrine uh, cancer is is usually not very aggressive, but Unfortunately, the type of, of neuroendocrine cancer Jeff got was the most aggressive kind. And, um, even though he tried several different types of chemo, uh, he died 10 months later. So in March of, of last year, and, um, when he first got sick, uh, we had long discussions on what to do with this company. You know, should we keep going, or or should we sell, or what should we do? How how is this going to work? And um, <clears throat> Jeff's wishes were that uh, Bjorn and I would continue to run the company for two years. He had some sort of I don't know why two years, but it was his sort of magical timeline of of when he thought the company would be ready to for us to make. Uh, you know, a, a good decision about it. So, he um, he made his promise, and after Björn and I, we also had uh, long discussions about this, um, and we decided that we would work together and we'd run it for another two years, but that around Christmas time we would um, sit down again and see if if that was still the choice that we wanted to make uh, to see if we actually enjoyed working together and we thought we could could um, could grow the company. So. Uh, by the time we sat down uh, at Christmas, actually, and this came as a pretty big surprise to me because, you know, I was I was meant to start my own company and uh, I, I really didn't expect to enjoy it. But by Christmas, I realized not only that Bjorn and I worked really well together, but I, I actually really enjoyed my work. And, you know, I think. um yeah, Bjorn and I both felt that maybe, you know, the 2-year plan wasn't the one to go with, but rather to just go all in and see, okay, well, how far can we take this company how can we grow it? So, uh, so that's the track that we're on now. We're on a, we're on a long-term track and, uh, and hopefully we can, can grow this company. And I think that Jeff would be so proud of us, uh, both of how the team came together after he passed and, and also, you know, we didn't only manage to, to sort of get through the year, but we actually made last year, one of our most profitable ones. And uh, uh, yeah, I think he would be, I think he would be really proud of us uh, if he would see sort of you know how we've handled it and and where the business is today.
3: Yeah, no, I think you're right about that, Malin. And I mean, uh, me and Jeff, when we when we started this company, we, as I said before, we worked in a in an online uh, gambling company, training and educating people. And one of the visions that we had early on in this company was to help people. We we both him and I uh, loved and enjoyed. Uh, training and educating people and try to make help them to make better decisions. Um, so this is like one of the pillars that we still work with today. And as you, Alison, also highlighted with the, your question to Jeff there with regards to the review, you know, in addition to that, me and Jeff, we always felt like we, we wanted to just build something. And I think that's also another pillar. We wanted to continue building just like how kids build Lego blocks when they're young. We wanted to build this platform and just constantly improve and build. And we wanted to test new ideas. Some of them worked and some others didn't. And, I mean, if we fast forward to today, I mean, this year we've launched uh, two new countries. So we launched Italy and Germany, and also we've launched a new news section, uh, I think it's like weekly news coming there by week, like twice a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and as, of, of course we launched this podcast, which we are <laughs> now listening to. And again, this podcast is like following the original thoughts of me and Jeff, trying to help people make better uh, decisions. We try to help people, educate people and train people. And currently we're reworking our education section, which, uh, If I confess, it's currently a bit difficult to navigate. So that's something (laughs) that's uh, in the near future. And um, last but not least, I guess we're uh, also investing a lot in social media as well now, because um, there's a lot of people, especially young people, who are maybe not necessarily, you know, Using the web as traditional people, people my age, they go to social media platforms instead.
2: Yeah. And I mean, uh, when it comes to social media, it is it's it is definitely a place where people search for information, but it's also a place where the majority of people get scammed. And so, mm-hmm. you know, uh, we want to make sure that we are where, where our traders are and uh, a huge chunk of them are on social media. Uh, and, and I mean, it's also, again, it's it's part of how we grow this company to really reach more and more people and uh, make sure that less people get scammed and, you know, more people get a solid start to their trading careers.
1: Yeah, it's so important, the social media outreach, um, you know, as as we've seen, Alison, over the years, the amount of scams, it's, especially Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. And Yeah. Um, and in, in developing countries, but also in in, um, in places you wouldn't expect, huge in the in UK and uh, and, uh, and in Europe. So, yeah, really, really good that we're pushing into that space, providing a, a kind of safe space, I guess, in social yeah. media for people to come to. Absolutely. Um, yeah, well, l- look, I think that about wraps it up, guys. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. Um, thank you for having us. Yeah, yeah. it was Definitely. really, I think gives uh, listeners a real insight into the background of the company and why we do what we do and the importance um, that we place on 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 our work and how important it is to all of us that we get this right. But next week, we're returning back to uh, more normal scheduling. Uh, what, have, what have we got uh, next week, Alison?
0: Well, next week, um, yeah, the topic actually fits in quite neatly with what we've just been speaking about. It's all about how to choose a broker. Um, if you're a beginner trader. So we're going to just run through all the different things to look for in a in a broker if you're a beginner um, to suit your trading needs. As Marlon said, uh, the broker can make the biggest difference to your you know, success or failure as a trader. So I think this will be quite an important episode.
1: Yeah, a really good one. A really good yeah. one. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, uh, thanks again, uh, Bjorn and Marlon. Um, thank
0: you for having us. Yeah, yeah. thank you so much. And
1: it was lovely to have you on. And Alison, I'll be speaking to you next week.
0: Speak to you next week. Cheers, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.